listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Timeline, the chronology is all fucked up. This is our 37th attempt at recording <laughs> a podcast. Sure is. Um, Keith is actually <coughs> terrible with technology. Fuck yourself, dude. Seriously. I want to make me do another intro. Whatever. 90s. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, start recording now. I mean, I guess we could start it off with the intro. Yeah, I can start it off. Welcome to the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm Scott. I'm Keith. And I'm not. You're John, John. That's true. Yeah, I'm now married. It's fun. It's fun now. Yeah. Now that marriage is uh, like done, like your your girlfriend is uh, no longer like just trying to. Yeah, you can tell people what you're doing. <laughs> if I want them to know what I'm doing. God, he's taking off his ring and giving me the finger with it. Uh, uh, I I have a, a wedding ring. That's uh, I wear it. It's uh, gold. There you go. Very, very heavy. That's pretty much what people do. Really? Can I feel it? No, no. The the, the ring itself has a normal ring weight. It's yeah. the weight. Oh, the, the weight <laughs> that bears you down. <laughs> of the ring is very heavy. It's it's ever present. It's a psychological for, rash. <laughs> except for this morning when I I forgot my ring. Oh, that's home. no good. Yeah. Did all the the girls at the office immediately start making jokes and like? No, I made sure. I made sure. <laughs> as soon as the ring comes off, twelve days of later. <laughs> Scott, we assume that means you're single. Yeah. Uh, and and okay with commitment. Um, I guess as we start off every episode that we decided we talk about comics, video games, movies, books, stuff that we're reading. Um, since the second podcast didn't happen, did you read any of the New 52, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've read, I've read a couple of the New 52 books. Um, DC relaunching. Yep. Everything. Uh, Animal Man by Jeff Lemire. Yep. Uh, is... Pimp. It's pimp. It's pimp. I heard it's it was very, very good. I heard it was got dark. It's it's very dark. It's a it's a horror comic starring a superhero, and uh. that's kind of fascinating. Um, I don't want to spoil it. That's a pretty it. good setup, but if, maybe I, I certainly don't know what Animal Man is. Well, maybe there are Animal Man's a really John. I think I, t- I tend I can tell you're lying in your voice. <laughs> yeah, who's Animal Man? Animal Man is a a. a B-lister in the DC universe. He is able to mimic the powers of any animal in the animal kingdom that's within a certain range of him. Mm -hmm. So if he wants to fly and there's a bird near him, he can fly. What if he um, does? He grow wings, or does he just no? He just flies. But what if he's what if he's flying and then the bird gets (laughs) like he loses the range on the bird? Does he drop it? He'll fall. Yeah. Nice. And he's got to look for something else. He can't glide down. He's like shit, 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 shit. Turtle. Armadillo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, you know, like, spider land on his feet, land lightly. Stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Um, not the coolest of powers, but in the 80s, he got written by Grant Morrison, yeah. who wrote a really oh, critically acclaimed run. The, the fa- famously ending in Animal Man Realizing He's a Comic Book. Yeah. Ooh, and meeting <laughs> and meeting Grant Morrison and meeting Grant oh, Morrison that's the awful. funniest fucking that's part that's really bad the fun, it, it's okay Grant Morrison writes it really well but the funniest yeah. part is that's issue 24 issue 25 yeah. or whatever and then like issue, tw- issue 26 it'll like never happened and then just carries on like Grant Morrison his run is done and I guess he he maybe he thought he was like driving it into the ground or whatever like just being like well like, you can't fucking 
Keep you writing. can't go on after meeting me. <laughs> no, but you can't keep writing. He came out of a comic book and met me. And then they were like, it was all a dream or something. Like the next writer who picked it up. Like, no, no, in a, in a very little known fact, the character of Grant Morrison is in the Marvel Universe? Is in, is in the DC Universe. Oh, in the DC after Universe, that. yeah. Does he show up in the JLA when like every hero comes? He, he ends up in, in Suicide Squad as the writer. And his what? power is he's an actual writer for the DC Universe. So we start to type stuff and it starts to happen. I can't tell if you're joking or not. That's I the swear most to God. fucked up shit I've ever heard. And it's not Grant Morrison that writes his next appearance. Right. It's some other writer. And he kills him off. <laughs> I wonder if he asked. No, I don't think so. Because they, they don't refer to him as Grant Morrison. It's just refer the to writer. As the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Suicide Squad, uh, I read the new one. New Fifty Two. Yeah, the uh, the New Fifty Two Suicide Squad. It's um, a little fucked up. It's not as bad as I expected, which I mean, I guess is. Who's in it? I, I was expecting pretty bad. Uh, Deadshot. Of course. And Harley, <sighs> and a man with a shark for a head. King Shark. King Shark. There we go. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. I, I love the, that. The writer I forgot that name. <laughs> that guy's got a shark head. <laughs> King Shark. Uh, right. Someone else who dies right away. Spoilers. Um, That's the point of this book, right? Is that it's all like B-list villains that get, get together. Well, it's not B-list villains that get together. It's B-list villains who are brought together mm-hmm. to do like suicide missions or whatever. And like the first mission, like the mission is to kill one of them or something. It's like super bizarrely intense. Like that line, I don't... I like them all to kind of together. There's someone else who like... Um, He's like a Cuban guy or whatever else like that, and he has power to like control flames. No, he's not King Cuba. Does this make any sense to you? Does that sound like a character? A Cuban guy? Yeah, yeah. He was like a, his backstory is that he was a um, Cuban. No, but a gangster, fire. like a gangster, and controls fire, and he's yellow, black writing. This is all from New Fifty Two though, so I don't really know if that's actually his his proper form or not. Anything? Is it Firestorm? It's not Firestorm. Anyway, Firestar. It's not Firestar. Anyway, so anyway. What does he do? Regardless, but like, there's kind of like some cool scenes or whatever where like they're like bring back this guy dead or alive, and like he's like we don't have to take him dead, and Deadshot just blows his head off, and he's like, but they said dead or alive, and this seems easier. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Deadshot. So yeah, it's uh, it's not terrible. the The second issue though, apparently they're like, yeah, go to the uh, the Superdome and fucking wherever the Superdome is. I don't even know if it's in like a, a DC city or a real city. And they were just sort of like Superdome. That's that's in. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying the Superdome. I don't know if they actually say the Superdome. Okay, but that's where the New Orleans yes. Saints play. Yes. A famously during um, post Hurricane yeah, Katrina. That's where everybody. A lot of people spent probably time why there. I said Superdome because I just thought of the first big arena in the states. Either way. Um, it's not the biggest arena in the States. I know, but I mean, but news-wise. You wouldn't it, think of, like, Yankee Stadium first? Like, that's a more famous stadium. No, but people um, or the sought, sought refuge in the Superdome during Hurricane Katrina. You really transgressed mm-hmm. far beyond whatever anyway, that point was. So they were just sort of like, they were like, what? You're, they were like, Thank you. And the whole, like, the lead into issue two is they were just sort of like, you guys are going to, they're like, how do you expect us to go in and, like, murder someone or whatever in front of, like, 60,000 people who are fans and their bosses, like, I expect you to murder 60,000 fans. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the lead into issue two is that the Suicide Squad needs to kill fucking an entire stadium full of people. I was like, that's really, really jacked the stakes way high. Right, like, is this supposed to be, like, a book about villains? or is it It's like- a book about villains who are working for a shadowy force we it's like alluded like i think the villains are led to believe that it's the government but i don't think it's the government like i think it's someone who's like 
make just basically made a kill squad out of these people who were like on death row and whatever right. else like that. But it's a little bit weird because like they're like they're torturing Harley or whatever, and she was like, "You don't know." He's like, you can't fucking torture me, and I don't know pain. Like, you don't know pain. Fucking, I have all this pain for Joker. But I'm like, but again, in the readership of the new 52, you don't know pain, Harley. You've had maybe, maybe this is your introduction to the Joker because he launched. Yeah, he's already launched. He's already launched. And they were like, for more about the Joker, see issue blah 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 right, blah blah right, blah. But I'm like, it's still one issue one. Huh? For more about the Joker, see issue one. It's all issue one. Yeah, yeah. See something issue one. Well, you didn't need blah blah blah. Whatever. Fuck you. Um, also, also, he appears, the Joker, in Detective Comics number one. Yeah. In the new 52. That is so cool. They relaunched it as Detective Comics? Yeah, well, no, it always was. They never, Detective Comics never It was Batman it. and Detective Comics, and yeah. Superman and Action Comics. Those are the four yeah. Yeah. big titles in DC. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman always has two two issues. Superman always has two issues. Coming month. Wolverine has like seven over at Marvel. So. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I also read, um, I was telling you, the Grant Morrison, Batman and Robin. Which is uh, where it's post... A couple years old. Post years uh, old, War of the Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when Bruce Wayne is presumed dead, and not uh, Todd, the other one. Who was the last... Dark Side, Dark Side shoots... But who was the last Robin? Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Tim Drake has gone trying to find a way to bring Batman back, and then... From uh, the dead? From the dead. Yeah. I mean, that Lazarus Pit, Lazarus Pit. And from stuff the like presumed like dead. Common. Oh, yeah, doesn't Ra's al Ghul do that all the time? Yeah, people can yeah. totally fucking come back from the dead it's not that hard in the dc universe right uh they reference that actually like jason todd shows up in the in the grant morrison <laughs> trade and just sort of like lazarus bits and just like totally like because he's come back twice in a lazarus pit no just once they thought he came back in hush but it wasn't him oh okay uh, uh jason todd who the the second robin okay but it's just sort of like <laughs> Like the character has lost his fear of dying because Lazarus Pitts exists. Just keeps coming back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, like whatever, I can come back anytime. It's good though. Good read. Uh, it's so yeah. Uh, Dick Grayson has taken up the mantle of Batman, and uh, Batman's son with Natalia Al Ghul, Damien, is taking up the mantle of Robin. Right. Talia. Just Talia. Just Talia. No, Natalia. Just no, Talia. That's 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 Natty Nightheart. That's the daughter of Wrestling. Jim the Animal. <laughs> yeah. Reading in comics, Sean. Interesting. That sucks. So yeah, rest of D. Coming back. Yeah, ten, ten episodes, ten episodes um, with an episode based around each of the characters. Are they doing webisodes? Or are they no, 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 no. There, there's like a bidding war going on. Supposedly it's between Showcase and in like an interesting bit of maybe news is Netflix. Netflix is trying to possibly get it, get it exclusively. Them? Dang, that is cool. Yeah, 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 which would be... For people with Netflix. Which sucks. It's $7. It should be fucking everybody. Yeah. I don't, I don't have unlimited bandwidth. Well, you're a retard. Well, first Netflix of all. has special options for hobos like you. Yeah, you can you can turn it down, turn yeah. down the, the visual quality, and you'll be like, <laughs> whatever. This is gonna be in 2013. Everyone will have unlimited bandwidth. That's not true. By then, the Canadian uh, <laughs> like media companies will have further clenched their iron yeah. fist over our bandwidth. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those media companies. Fuck those media telecos. Companies. Seriously, they're all evil, more or less. <laughs> Shadowmaster. You can't tell, but John has the uh, the B face on. <laughs> he did it again. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be amazing if Netflix actually was able to get the funds to mm -hmm. start being their own. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's <clears throat> that's why it's like it's huge nudes that Netflix is even in the bidding war to get like exclusive content, and they and I mean like it would drive up subscriptions, fucking Absolutely. like absurdly. Like the only way to watch probably the most anticipated like half season of television <laughs> in a really long time 
is to have this fucking service. Don't you think that would hurt the network's feelings? Do you mean the networks that canceled them? And, and then the networks that are terrified of Netflix because they can't control the advertising. And they, they, this, is the, this is the direct threat, right, to all of the TV companies is yeah. Netflix. And they started working with them, and they're realizing they're only contributing to their own downfall. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm really curious about is how many people are really, really going to be into it? Like, we're saturated with people who love Arrested Development. Uh, like, all of Reddit loves Arrested Development, except for the, the like, that awkward 10% who like to get upvotes by... My wife loves Arrested Development, and she hates comedy. <laughs> but she hates Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so that statement doesn't make sense. She hates Super Troopers. That's also... What? Yeah, Super Troopers was so good. I know, and she likes Arrested Development. That's yeah, how wide its appeal that. is. No, I think everybody likes Arrested Development. Like, and I say, I'm like, well, everybody does. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a reason why I got canceled and whatever else yeah. like that. But I'm like, because uh, no one knew it was on. It's not just, yeah, no, Fox, yeah. Fox A fucking turfed it. But I'm like, but televisions. I mean, it ended in 2004, I think, something like that. 2004, 2005 is when seven it seven like, years when to it, come back from the dead. Like five or six years. It is a long time. Maybe, maybe a little later. Maybe 2007. I'm not exactly sure when it ended. And we're not going to look we totally it up. Should have research- I should have researched this. Yeah, yeah this had, is your thing. It was. And had like money stats on the DVD sales. Because yeah. I'm willing to bet those I'm sure the DVD like sales spiked like a motherfucker. Because yeah. fir- first of all, they're all around still. Yeah. Almost everyone I know owns them on DVD. or, sure. or And they're on Netflix. And everybody's like, it's five-star on Netflix and whatever else. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, though, about it, though, is that the like the television environment has like has changed a lot I think since they were on like when Arrested Development was on there was no community community's doing really well there was no 30 Rock 30 Rock's doing really well sure uh, FX shows like kind of like a little bit more more out there like FX is now running like Archer yeah. uh, Always Sunny is in its seventh yeah. season The League's in its third season Lu- The Office The Louis Office has in, a bit of yeah. it too Louis in its style. third season but I'm like it's kind of like that out there fucking comedy all those shows are in like in the st- everyone's like yeah it's like kind of like Arrested Development is one of those yeah, yeah. one of the it's first a selling thing- point <laughs> yeah exactly it's one of the first things people say about a lot of those shows yeah and but when Arrested Development came out it was like alone in that genre so I think that like a lot of those shows sort of like fed off Arrested Development and I think that Arrested Development coming back is going to be can, we had to do this reverse feed off of all of the shows that are exactly that's it. it I mean yeah. and it's going to be like 10 episodes run into the movie and then the movie's going to uh, hopefully do really kind well kind of like what would happen if Seinfeld came back next year yeah I don't think that'd be as cool except <laughs> except the thing the difference is the people from Arrested Development went on to have wildly successful careers <laughs> yeah well, while the people from Seinfeld started telling racist jokes about hockey players no wait that's key I mean uh, racist just jokes racist about, jokes yeah, just flat racist <laughs> jokes well, I mean pretty much everybody fell flat on their fucking face except for Seinfeld Seinfeld still sells out like Carnegie Hall no yeah but that's because yeah, he yeah, does like one show yeah. every year and a half yeah 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 that's, no Seinfeld still difference. sells out fucking monstrous venues. I can't I can't imagine him doing anything relevant. we were like, we were talking about this wrong, in terms of shitty comedians yeah. we watched a little bit of the one of the latest Jeff Dunham specials yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jeff Dunham Jeff Dunham you know what's a Jeff Dunham what's a Jeff Dunham is he a NASCAR racer he, sounds like a NASCAR Jeff, name Jeff Dunham does um, puppet comedy okay. oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the old man fuck. puppet Seriously? he's not even old he's not old no no he's got an old man no puppet. he has multiple puppets he has like a dead terrorist puppet he has puppet like a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck puppet guy. fucking comedy he's playing this fucking monstrous event and uh, I was talking with Walter and Walter's like he's in apparently he's within the top 10 um, paid. paid comics in fucking America right now. He's always on Comedy Central. And it, always on Comedy terrible. Central. Like, we watched it for like five minutes and it yeah. was just fucking awful. He's a ventriloquist. 
I'm, I'm shocked that anybody would pay. It'd be, it's like in in being John Malkovich when he tries to bring puppetry back. You know, mm-hmm. it's just so like um, it's, it's like this is a hundred years ago. Why is anybody yeah, interested? And, in this? No, but the comedy's not, also not even funny or whatever. Like, like he has the dead terrorist um, puppet, okay. and they were just sort of like they were like you wouldn't know anything about uh, about Osama bin Laden's death, and their the terrorist puppet's like don't look at me, and like five thousand people uproarious laughter, and you're like. You can't hear it on the podcast, but my jaw dropped. <laughs> all three of us <laughs> standing, uh, staring at each other, looking like we're all morons. Yeah, and yeah. it was just sort of like, and like you cut to like this woman like slapping her knee and like freaking out. We're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, it's not at all funny. Okay, but was, this, this is a. He's from a place that, like, has produced television shows. Like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> where people lose. I think he might be Canadian. Really? Not like, if he is though he's down. a genius yeah. <laughs> like I mean like, selling it to people who yeah, aren't exactly. smarter than I, I, that, that, that was that was the conversation we had I was like I'm like maybe like I mean I don't want to necessarily like fucking try to like give him more credit than credits do but like yeah. if he just fucking like found this formula that's stupid and he's like oh fuck my life but whatever 5,000 <laughs> people yeah. 5,000 people paying fucking hundreds of dollars to sit up front yeah. this stupid the- show he has not learned to sacrifice for the greater good then he's acting selfishly if he realizes what he's doing and is still doing it like along those lines I think I hate him more (laughs) along those lines this weekend I decided that I want to try to write a a supernatural teen romance (laughs) 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 just to like throw my hand and just start sending it to all the publishing companies amazing I got one word for you Keith mummies Uh, mummies I was thinking about kind of keeping it ambiguous like it just sort of like having magic or whatever sort of sort of mage kind of thing zombies zombies are kind of done fine have them a magic mummies or zombies there's got to be sex exactly okay did you see the mummy emotep kind of turned sexy by the end of it super sexy but this is what i'm saying like have him be the love like is the only thing that keeps him young and, and sexy. That's good. And then, That's good. then he turns kind of into a mummy if he starts fearing rejection. Mm-hmm. So like it's like a, I a parable. This, I came up with this whole thing though, and I don't really want to spoil it. And I don't. Oh want to my god, you're spoiler podcast. alerting the book you're <laughs> never gonna release ten years from now. I, I wrote I, on a piece of paper today at work. I wrote chapter one. That's as far as he's gotten. One word and one number. I think as a homework assignment for this, you have to go and read a Twilight book. I don't think I have to. I've seen oh, dude, one and a half of the movies. Yeah, but we watched them riff tracks. Yeah, so which it's is, really it's the same absolutely thing. fine. Man, I've watched all three. Movie news. Yeah, that's because your girl is into it. Didn't they tease you about this the last time we were sitting? My, my girl who was into before. it couldn't watch the third movie. It's really bad. Oh, really? That no, bad? So, I like... You guys have watched the first movie yeah. and riff tracks it, and well, and really did. Second, remember it fucked up at the end. And really, and really didn't like the first one. I, I'll say that I could watch the first one not with liking it, but seeing some interesting it's points you like about vampires, vampires and baseball. Yeah, I like vampires. I like baseball. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> this is the one where they make a baby or something. No, no that's in the fourth, fourth one. That's the fourth no, book. That's, that's the one that gets. And they're really changing bad. it drastically in the fourth movie, supposedly. Really? Yeah, and the <laughs> yeah, because in the book, <laughs> the baby eats her way out through the belly of the. Yeah. The, the girl protagonist yeah, yeah, yeah. like like a fucking alien and apparently to save her life the, the vampire like fucking tears open the stomach of the thing to get the fucking baby out and I'm just sort of like videodrome <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was excited for yeah movie news though or not not at all movie news but like geek movie fuck I was so disappointed when I found out you know they're the Nike um, the mag 
Back to the Future 2 featured Marty McFly trying on some That's going to sound shoes. like an edit on the fucking podcast, but it's not. It's just me trailing off and then Scott picking up what I was talking and about. Very famously in this right. movie that the shoes auto-tied themselves yeah. and had yeah. like lead lights in them. Everybody and wanted those. Everyone yes. wanted them. They yeah. made the shoes. Yeah. Shoes light up, look exactly like the shoes Marty McFly wore, but Scott... They don't auto-tighten? That's right. Why, why, why would you do that if you're not going to go I don't know. Fuck, way? I was like, you're not ready for it? It's cool, though. They only cost, like, what? Uh, they're 40, 50, they're only $1,500 well, they're on eBay? They're only being auctioned one at a time on eBay. The cheapest pair has gone for, I think, 3000 something. And the most expensive pair, I think, has gone for close to ten. It's all going to oh, Parkinson's research. Okay. Like that's it's nice. not. I mean, okay. it's not okay. a. So it's a Michael J. Fox sponsored. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of what, here's another thing, though, that I'm a little disappointed by. I thought it'd be a lot better if Nike didn't make like a make it a Back to the Future tie-in, waited another three years, and, and just released it in 2015. Yeah. They might still. Because <laughs> they got an auto <laughs> they got to auto titan. There's got to be a 2015. Like, now, if if you're disappointed, you didn't get those shoes because they're ridiculously expensive on eBay. Right. Uh, you can buy 2015 Marty McFly Jr. hat anywhere. They sell them online. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the holographic, the, like, shimmery hat. Shimmery hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got to get the jacket too. The auto fit jacket. Um, video games. Dark Souls coming out tomorrow. That's a big deal. I talked about it last I week. I did. I read your article. It was very interesting. Fuck, uh, world. Super exciting. Apparently, like, 100 hours, right? Like, yeah, that, that's what all the well, reviewers and shit like that are saying. It's tough to say. The first one was like that, too. But you could play through the game a second time after you beat it. Okay. The difficulty level that the developers wanted only really existed when you played through it a second time. Okay. So, like, I think they're saying 100-hour quest. Like, Main core. Yeah, yeah. But again, but you never, you know, I don't know if that's... Again, 20 hours of playing, 80 hours of dying. The review that I read on IGN seemed to indicate 60, 60 or 70. Okay. Which, either way, is still a gigantic amount of time for a game like this. Mm-hmm. And although it is also hard to say how they track that time, because in Demon's Souls, you tend to die hundreds, if not tens of yeah, thousands. Yeah, we, we had that had their conversation about um, talking with about Catherine, where someone was like, yeah, Catherine's a good, like, 15 to 20 hours. And I'm like, maybe if you're shitty at puzzle games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... and. Like, a friend was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, if you really fucking... If you could somehow nail all the, all the puzzles, puzzles on your first time, you're, you're maybe, like, dealing with, like, a five-hour game. But, like... Sure, it's like the original Prince of Persia, right? You're supposed to finish that in an hour, but you will only do if you're good enough to, like, just yeah, blast play it again and again and again and again. Otherwise, it'll take you tens of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I'm extremely excited. I played the ever-living crap out of the first game. Demon Souls. Yeah, Ross is, like, uh, possibly cancel D&D on Thursday. Because I'm going to be playing Dark Souls. Souls. <laughs> uh, I'm playing... Resident Evil. We're waiting for a number. Wrong. Resident Evil. It is nice. fucking awful. It's goddamn terrible. Like fix. It's only the load times that are awful. No, no, no. The load times. No, the, the, the load. The load times are pretty bad and pretty jarring too. Like the the fucked up part is is that. Open a door. Wait, I don't want to go into this room. No, no. But it's open a door. Show a cut scene of a door on a floating in a black background slowly opening. It's not even a cut scene. It's just a fucking loading screen. And then cutting you back into the game. Like there's a point right in the beginning when you're when you're on the bottom of the stairs and you can physically see the mezzanine. Like it's already rendered. Go up the stairs, cutscene of the stairs, like stairs on black. Then you're at the top of the mezzanine. The camera's in exactly the same position it was before. And I'm like, why did you fucking load screen? You've already rendered these. Um, completely fixed camera. Like completely fixed in a useless fucking way too. Like again, in the first sequence, you come around a corner. There's a zombie. You run away from the zombie a little bit, 
and then the camera flips to looking down the hall, but the zombie's like off camera. So you're just like backing up, not even knowing when the zombie's, like when you can attack the zombie because you can't see him. And if you go forward, he just grabs you because he's there. The game knows he's around the corner, but like you don't. But you do. You just said you knew he was there. You don't know exactly where he is. Like the enemies can just like flip wildly in and out of place. Um, save mechanisms. Yep. Um, first of all, you can only save at typewriters. I mean, I guess save points. Yeah. Save points is certainly something from that generation of time. Like save point. You have There's to still save points in a lot of modern games. Got a War Three has them. Yeah, you can save whatever. at the end of levels, whatever. Like save points is a thing, but you also need a like usable item to save called like an ink cartridge. If you don't have an ink cartridge, you cannot save. So you end up like hoarding your saves. And remember, this is a game that has like insta-kills, more or less. So you're like, I don't want to save because I saved 10 minutes ago and I only have one ink cartridge. It's like artificially inflated difficulty. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a dirty trick to make. Yeah, it's just fucking mean. But anyway, yeah. So I downloaded, um, because PlayStation Plus had a sale on... Uh, Resident Evil 4 and Code Veronica they are both 10 bucks a piece instead right. of 20 and, you want to play through all the Resident and as a part of that sale they had the first three for free <laughs> so I was like I will stand by Resident Evil 2 as being the moment in games that I've been the most afraid when the uh, when Nemesis starts to, Nemesis. to chase you this is a man who is deeply ignorant of amnesia <laughs> and the dark descent which yes. I can't fucking get to run on my machine I'm gonna have to fix that for you again it's a triumph yeah I um, I only played two. I only played two, and Nemesis was there. Nemesis, though, like, I saw him watch my friend play three, and he's just always in three, just busting through walls and shit. And you're like, I liked him better in two when he was just around, but never, like, there. Does he bust through a wall in two? Yeah, yeah, yeah when you first see him. It's, it's in two, because it has that great juxtaposition between one, where you're like, <laughs> in one, you're like, a dog is chasing you. You go through a door, like, dog taken care of. <laughs> that, that happens in 2 too, right? So you're playing for 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah. And then if you realize you can't stop this guy, because when you first realize ne- meet Nemesis, you don't know that you can't shoot him to death. Because right. he's Nemesis. Everything else dies when you shoot a lot. Um, Start you, you run, you run through a door, you close the door, you're like, ah, escape that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nemesis just blasts the door. Something like hitherto completely impossible. In every Resident Evil game, another nemesis is just like, fuck that Breaks door. the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you jump, you, you can't help it, because yeah. you're so... You have to listen in that game, too. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear stuff that gives you clues as to what's if, going if on. If you had all dig horror titles, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check out any... Your computer might be able to run it. I'm way too old. <laughs> I'm too old now. I was jumpy as a teenager when I was playing these games. Now that Scott gets way nervous at horror movies. Jumpy horror movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, video games? You've been in France. Video games. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was talking about this. No, no, this is this is something I've been saving just for the podcast. <sighs> um, my baby sister, who is uh, six years younger than me, um, my baby. That means twenty-seven. Seven. <laughs> my baby sister. We're like Dora. <laughs> she, she is not into uh, video games or geek culture. She sent me this text today. Except for uh, mining and Dragon Quest, no. Other sister. Oh, the other sister. That's the middle sister. Um, Yeah, so my baby sister sent me this text today. Hey, Scott, there's a video game that I can't remember the name of. I think it was on on Super Nintendo. Help me. Only... (laughs) (laughs) I think it was on Super Nintendo. Help me. Only you and I ever played it. It was like a strategy game. Good guys and bad guys. With changing landscapes and water. Any idea? 
I called her back and I guessed the game. I'm like, you're talking about this, aren't you? She was like, yes, we should play. Okay, okay, okay. go again. All right, you ready? You ready? Hey, Scott, there's a video game that I can't remember. This is a guessing game for me and John now? Yeah. Hey, Scott, there's a video game that I can't remember the name of. I think it was Super Nintendo. Help me. Only you and I ever played it. It was like a strategy well, war game. How are we game. supposed to guess if only Scott and your sister Well, that's played. the only one clue, but like okay. a, there's lots of stuff okay, that's so obscure. Yeah, yeah, only you and I never played it. It was like a strategy war game. Good guys and bad guys with changing landscapes and water. Any idea? Changing landscapes and water. Super Nintendo. Good guys and bad guys. Good guys and bad guys. Every strategy war game. Strategy war game. Act Razor? No, not Act Razor. Um... Are you going alphabetically? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, I play a lot of Super Nintendo these days. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. PSP. I'll give you the clue that sold it for me. It was Changing Landscapes. Changing Landscapes. Space Harrier. <laughs> that is not a Super Nintendo. <laughs> no strategy. No strategy. <laughs> not a war game. Everybody played Space Harrier. The dude running and shooting. <laughs> Man, I had that for my Sega Master System. I love those 3D glasses. Oh, fucking 3D. I didn't have the 3D version. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, man. Well, no, you I had the glasses, though. Yeah. Okay. A friend of the family's had it. So, changing landscapes. Yeah. And is it, was it actually a strategy game, though? Was like, it actually on Super Nintendo? Yes. And was it actually a strategy game, or was she just sort of like, there's a lot of strategy in Mario 3? <laughs> <laughs> there is. Go through the level. Uh, no, no. Definitely a strategy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even a strategy war game. Strategy apply to it. War game. I wouldn't describe it as a war game, but strategy game. It's not like a tactics ogre or something like that. Nope. Changing landscape was uh was it a role playing game at all or? Nope. Fuck. Oh, um, the Romance of Three Kingdoms two. Wow, but no. Uh, <laughs> very assertive. Wise. <laughs> like. Lunar. I don't fucking know what. The fuck. I have no clue. I I don't. Final Fantasy? No, they didn't. No, 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 no. No, but they had Final Fantasy 2 and 3, or like 4 and 6. I don't think either one of those. No. It was, it was, she was thinking of, and I guessed on my first try, Populous. Wow. Okay, that That's sense. old. That's from like the early generation Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was a port over from the PC version. Yeah, it was on the yeah. Commodore or something. I never actually played that. I had a friend who had it. I never, like, the interface was a little tough to get into if you weren't already familiar with it. It's because you don't control the characters in it. You control the landscapes. Yeah. You, you have to flatten stuff off. Hey, that, and, and that was kind of a good clue, I suppose. So, yeah, now my baby sister really wants to play Populous. Tell her that Resident Evil is not a good game. Populous won't be either when you go back and play it. Okay, but Resident Evil, yeah. Resident Evil is amazing, and fuck you for saying anything otherwise. It the wasn't movies, the, the third movie was awful. The mm. third movie, the fir- third movie had Ali Larder, who who's on my list of five, and so, is on still five. Yeah, and it's still an unwatchable movie. I, I, I totally disagree with you. I, we we I saw it in theaters was, or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it was unwatchable at all. I thought it was incredibly like stupid fun entertainment. It's Resident Evil films are zombie movies where the main character happens to be a superhero, yeah. like Mila Jovovich's character. A I actually like to think that that's normal, Mila Jovovich. She just has pyrokinesis. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, I, I, I personally think that Mila Jovovich can do everything that she does in her films. Also, without as special as Lilu, yeah, as yeah. Uh, that character She's from like Ultraviolet. Yep. As the uh, the stoner hippie chick from Dazed and Confused. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the backseat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you ever seen what's going on on a $1 bill, dude? Like, have you ever fucking really looked at it? There's some bill? trippy fucking shit on a $1 bill, you right? You really jumped far fucking away George, from zombies. George Bush yeah. 
fucking smoked pot. Dude, I'm fucking going into Dazed and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, that's not in Dazed and Confused. Yeah. That's, that's in Half-Baked. Um, how much do you fucking want to bet on this, seriously? The, the the dollar bill thing? That's um, John Stewart's cameo in Half-Baked. And additionally, I don't know maybe which came first. However, Lucas, Lucas is like... Uh, not George Lucas, of course. Lucas from the film is like, man, there's some weird You're shit going on. Rory, Rory. It's Patrick Cochran. Rory Cochran. I don't know. Like I'm literally, I think it might be over there on the bookshelf. He, Either he way. played Speed on CSI Miami. Yes, yes, he does. And he also played. Um, and I also I called him Lucas, but Lucas is his character's name in Empire Records. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Slater. 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 I'm confused. I'm, I'm going to give you a shotgun this time. Because only because I'm getting out of the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, he he does not do the whole speech of Jon Stewart. But he's just sort of like, there's some weird shit going on in a $1 bill. And then he talks about how George Washington grew pot and uh, Mary Washington. I don't know. Martha. Martha Washington was like. Back to zombies, though. Back to zombies, there's, though. There's, Good there's, zombies. We got a caveat. Zombie George of- Washington. With wooden teeth? That would suck. What? A zombie with wooden teeth? That'd be yeah. awful. That'd be a terrible I guess zombie. He'd have to suck, wouldn't he? <laughs> That'd be a weird fucking zombie. Brains. It's <laughs> trying to uh, go through the eyes. <laughs> but at the same part, if he was completely ineffectual, you're like. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, fuck George Washington zombie. Although George Washington is fucking. Six feet, feet tall. tall. Yeah. <laughs> made, of made of radiation. Where's a motherfucking tongue? Right. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's hard to take our recommendations, yours, mine, I suppose, seriously. On account of the awful, awful films. Awful films. Like Do you we remember watched, Zombie 2? Uh, Zombie 2? Flesh Eaters? Yeah. Yeah, I think that movie was fantastic. There was that, like, 35-minute <laughs> sequence of a naked girl swimming in the water and getting attacked by both a shark and a zombie yep. that was totally irrelevant to the plot. <laughs> and yet, a brilliant scene. <laughs> Great. It's That's finished. memorable. Yeah. Uh, I saw a zombie movie once that was from the 70s. Totally forget what it was called. We've probably We've seen probably it. Seen it. Uh, I saw it with um, with uh, Chris Herman. Doesn't matter. And the plot of this was there were these gold mines that were unsafe, mm-hmm. and no one would work there. So the owner of these mines raised the dead through the power of voodoo. Oh, sure. Voodoo zombie movies. I never dig. Never dig voodoo zombies. Really? They well, they're undead. They're not just like. He didn't hypnotize people into being no, no, zombies. No, 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 he no, no, raised no, no. the no, 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 I understand. I'm saying, but I'm saying voodoo, voodoo as the trigger for zombiedom. I never dig. How is that even possible? <laughs> that is the origin of no, the No, no, I know it's the original origin of them, but I find they're, like, zombies as a, as a storytelling device are more compelling. Like, I guess it's the original. You like science zombies over The original zombies? folly of man, I suppose, is voodoo. Like, you're just, like, meta- Like, to me, that's always, that's always the trigger of zombies, is that it's not supernatural. It's yeah, like it's, it's man fucking it's up somehow. Man fucking up somehow, and I guess that voodoo in a time of where like science could not possibly hope to ever advance to a point where they're raising dead voodoo was that yeah. at a certain point. But like to me, that's always what I thought was compelling about zombies was that they were almost always man-made, and it's right. like man looking for something, looking to make a super soldier. Either, either man-made via like the sins of man, like the George Romero, yeah, or, yeah. or like yeah by science, or by science uh, or whatever. It's always man anyway, kind. So. so Goldmine, right? Goldmine. Gold so he raises these zombies, <laughs> but it's the name of my new club. They're not smart zombies, right? They're they're actually shuffling, yeah, yeah. mindless, Sham- shambling hordes. Right. So to get them to work in the mine, this guy hires a bunch of people to whip the zombies. Right. That can't go wrong. 
No, no, no. I just, no, no, let's no, 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 no. He can't find here. anyone to work in the mine, but he can find people to whip the zombies. That's, in that's... the mine. <laughs> in the mine, yeah. So there's like five or six guys with whips going, dig, dig zombies. And they're totally okay with this. They're like, Yeah, but, I mean, but he, he needed, he needed more cool. than five or six people to dig. You know, I can understand there's his like point. There's like ten zombies in the movie. Oh, well, I'm sure they intended on having more this zombies. This film sounds fantastic. Let's it's watch fabulous. it. We should do some research. <laughs> what was it called? That movie with the zombies that I watched. Maybe Chris, will. Chris. Maybe Chris will know. <laughs> um, they had it at the Blockbuster. No, blockbuster closed everywhere. Really? They're all closed. Fine. They're they're not all closed. They're um they're Many now closed. They're now all in the, the head office closed. Head office closed in the states, and I think head office closed now in Canada. So Any remaining blockbusters are independently owned and operated. They um slowly selling out. I, their I saw inventory. some very sweet pics of blockbusters with yes, I assure you, were open signs painted in. Yeah, no, and like the thing is too, we were like all blockbusters are closed. Like Sarah and I were driving to Toronto. Coast Luke is still open. Yeah. We were driving to Toronto, and like a bunch of them have closed in Montreal. Closed in Luke's, yeah. I guess, is still yeah. open. And Sophie said the same thing over in Toronto. Like a bunch of fucking uh, blockbusters are closed in Toronto. We like pulled off the highway to try and dodge some construction, mm-hmm. and we passed like three completely open and like bustling blockbusters. We're like, <laughs> oh, fucking in the middle of nowhere, people still use Blockbuster. I guess because they don't fucking have the internet. I, th- I think it was Blockbuster. I read somewhere that Netflix approached them. Yeah, yeah, years this was like years and years like, and years ago. Being hey, guys, you know, we can do this. <coughs> when they were still a mail service. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Blockbuster laughed at them. Blockbuster was like... And block- always, always behind the times, Blockbuster. I, I worked there, in, in Disclosure, for years and years. Yeah. yeah. And when I left, my sister worked there. And when she left, our baby sister worked there. So we had Blockbuster in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blockbuster bled. You bled like blue and gold. Yeah. And what, what, what do you mean behind the times? Uh, just everything was always late. In, in terms of adapting to it like we were very slow in getting into DVDs and they were very slow in getting into Blu-rays that's they were v- very set in their inventory and mm-hmm. that's what mattered and they weren't able to make changes yeah. fast enough at all like uh, a business that was so big as Blockbuster really should have been on the cutting edge of technology yeah yeah sure to the point where a, a Netflix coming to them and saying we can do this Mm-hmm. Back when Netflix was a mail service, right? Yeah. And that would have been like, it wouldn't even been so much of a leap. Like jumping into fucking online distribution, that's a big leap. But just sort of like, listen, Blockbuster, you keep your fucking branding. And we'll, we'll just, mail your discs. We'll just mail the discs. Only it'll be more brand recognition and we'll all be making money and whatever. Like it's not even that much of a leap. And you're like, okay, Blockbuster, no. Well, isn't that the classic failure of gigantic corporations that they are become slow to adapt and then get crushed by smaller guys who can't adapt? Yeah, I guess so. The not, th- not the uh, telcos, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Wires are always going to be important. That's what the telcos bank on. There's only one telecommunication company that it's not the wired infrastructure in any part of the country. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Blockbuster, though. One thing I thought that they... Be- but when their financial troubles came upon them or whatever else like that... I was like, what they should do, like, they probably could have saved themselves, I think, with video games. If they made, like, a $30 a month fucking, like, fee or whatever else like that, where you could have one video game as long as you fucking wanted and you paid $30 a fucking month with it, tons and tons and tons of people would pay $30 a month, and when you're done with it, you return it and you get a new one, and they properly stock themselves so that you more or less always have the new releases. Stocking was always a problem with Blockbuster. They would sign deals 
with film studios to overstock movies that did not warrant yeah, the, yeah, the merchandise. Yeah. Um, Any movie, go into Blockbuster, look at the walls. They were the, the, first, the first one that I can think of would have been The Matrix, which was a hugely popular film. Sure. Everyone they, they saw like The Matrix. 100 copies everyone of it. loved it, too. That right, was, yeah. but everyone saw it in theaters. Right. So when we got our inventory at our local store and, and it was 110 copies, we, we didn't... We would rent out maybe 200 movies a night. Right. And these people were not all taking The Matrix yeah, yeah. on VHS. <laughs> uh, it just it didn't happen. And and The Matrix was a, a movie that people knew and watched. And when you start getting into worse movies, like there were tons of them yeah. every every week. Yeah, this is yeah, our yeah. promoted movie, and we have exclusive contracts. I was like, well, no, I'm trying no to think of the one that I remembered that was really, it. really like a shitty movie that had a fucking wall of copies. Rom-coms. Rom-coms always yeah. would get Yeah, yeah. Romantic comedies had it. Whatever. That, that was Blockbuster, wasn't it? The, like half the store would be dedicated to like New a releases. whole rack of, of one film. A whole rack of the next But you're film, saying that, but like, back to the video game thing, though. Yeah, I, I do. I think I, I used to go to video game only rental stores all yeah. the time because I lived out in the West Island. Yeah, that's it. But it's like, exactly, if you if you made like a subscription... You really want to talk over me and interrupt my point Fuck before yourself. I can actually keep walking. Video game rental stores, go. Yeah, and they never worked. They always went out of business after like six months or a year That's because the overhead is huge, right? The overhead is huge. So Monstrously, so it, not that it doesn't work. It's that the overhead is too much. Blockbuster could have fucking swallowed that overhead. And I'm not saying a rental company, because a rental company is where it's fucked, right? Because if you don't return the company, if you don't return the video game, and you're paying rental prices, you're screwed. If you don't, yeah. if you never return the video game and you're on a subscription, well, in two months you've already paid for it. You're talking about like a thirty dollar a month rental? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, kids don't have that. Kids save up seven bucks and then go to the go to the blockbuster. Parents would. Parents would pay it. I don't and I think grown-ups would play it, pay it, you too. You want me to pay $30? Think Th- this is back in the day. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same thing. Yeah, no, 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 no but this is, what I, this is an idea that I had, like, maybe, like, like two years ago when Blockbuster started having troubles. Right. And I'm like, the fucking... Uh, it's just... A, it's a different take on that GameStop reselling thing. Right. Where, like, you, bu- you fucking sell the game at $60, you buy it back for 50 fucking, like, two weeks later, right? Yeah. Like, when the market's still up. You're basically renting that game. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And things, but if you just paid $30 a month and you could get all the new releases, you could, Gears of War fucking came out, Dark Souls comes out, yeah. you fucking play the shit out of that game, you return it two or three weeks later and whatever, and then once the demand drops off, they sell it used a la GameStop. Yeah. And they just keep turning fucking copies. I don't know if it necessarily would have worked, but I think it would have been... Uh, it wouldn't have worked in terms of the resale because I'll tell you, when I was there, people don't treat rented games, movies discs the same way yeah, yeah. as discs they buy and plan on reselling yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw what was the lifespan on a disc depends on the game okay. um, games that were RPGs lasted surprisingly long THQ's WrestleView 99 <laughs> got destroyed yeah yeah that's really not far <laughs> off. Uh, yeah the market for the game would automatically <laughs> would dictate it yeah, it's like... Twisted Metal not so much coming back in great <laughs> Here's just a metal I'm returning. I spill Mountain Dew on it. And especially like when you're going to the PlayStation, you know, you're getting games that are popped in and popped out. Uh, not a lot of them were good. The quality on on games was not up to where it is now. You mean the quality of the physical disc. No, I mean that the quality of the game would obviously affect. Yeah. When someone comes in and rents three games and two of them are garbage yeah. and those games are going to be sitting on the coffee table yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I played it for 10 minutes man this game is awful Magic Carpet was amazing 
trying to think of Keith, out of nowhere. Trying to think that I rent games I rented. Fun fact though, I I hope Blockbuster goes bankrupt because I can't rent at Blockbusters anymore. <laughs> because you owe them several hundred dollars. No, no, not several hundred. I think I owe them maybe seventy-five, eighty, or something. Like Across that. all of the Blockbusters. Why well, the, the, the chains? Blockbuster has a has a unified database. Uh, okay. So like In Dallas. No, so like I rented, um, I think it was even a wrestling game, yeah. and then my parents were like, I was like, Dude, WCW NWO Revenge. No, 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 it was one of the good ones. It was uh, like SmackDown. How dare you say that that game was not good? That game was amazing. You know what the worst part is? The, you are the second person in fucking two days to Walter had the same conversation with me. <laughs> exact same fucking conversation. Anyway, it was a pretty good, pretty good wrestling game. I think it was on the PS2 actually though. And your parents refused to. Like no, it's not my parents didn't refuse. I just completely forgot about it. And we went on a three-week fucking cr- like drove all the way to Seattle and, right. st- and come back and it was like you have 15 messages and I deleted them really quick so my parents wouldn't find out. And it was under, like, I was old enough. I was, like, 15 or whatever, so I had my own Blockbuster account. And, just, and like, a retard, though. Like, a 15-year-old retard. That's a no word. I, of course, mean mentally handicapped boy. I returned it. Like, I should have just cut my losses and been, like, just not going to rent there anymore. <laughs> like, But you tried? You went back? No, no, no. no. I returned like... it so that, the in my mind, the debt would stop accumulating. And I suppose it did. Like, I went into Blockbuster a while ago, like, when it was still open. I was like, do I still have a debt? And they were like, let's do, like, a run. they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Really? I thought there was a point where they were like, we're just wiping the slate. No, no, no. They made a no more late fees rule. Yeah. They didn't erase previous late fees. That's when I went in and checked it. Hmm. Like, Can I send you off to collections? Yeah. I was pretty sure that there was a point where they said, we're erasing all late fees. It doesn't matter if you have one before. Just please come back. Hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe they did. It was when, whatever. When I, when I checked, it was the no more late fees ad, which was. What you had done wrong, Keith, hmm? was you didn't learn hmm? to bribe the clerk. Yeah. I kid you not. Someone would show up with a box of donuts, and they would not pay late fees anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, reminds me of the old story of uh, my old ex-girlfriend and uh, video center, mm-hmm. who they continually made other accounts under variations of her name so that she could keep renting because she had late fees wow. on all them. Because video center had brutal fucking late fees, right? right. Like, like you remember video center, the one near uh, near your place on Sherbrooke? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like I, mi- I swear I probably paid three times the amount of money I, I did in late fees that I did for films. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's it. But it was like five bucks a day, fucking oh, yeah, like crazy. no questions asked. And she was a big video renter and whatever else like that. And they just had like various spellings of her first name and her last name. She was in the database like fucking like twelve times because. I had to pay late fees at Blockbuster. I worked there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you could get free rentals. Nice. They would always cut my late fees down. They would yeah, always yeah, yeah. They always, they always make deals. I, I think they're going bankrupt now, though, also, right? I'm not surprised. They still have a gigantic VHS library. <laughs> it's one, one that we intend on using. Uh, I have a gigantic VHS library, and I, I've watched maybe two of them in the two years since I've moved to my new apartment. And yeah. those were concentrated efforts yeah. to watch VHS tapes I, I, I to, to try to justify keeping them on the move. <laughs> I even started throwing out my CDs, like music CDs. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't. I go through my I go through my CDs on kind of a regular basis and being like, do I have this on my computer already? Yeah. I'll hang on to it if I don't. Or if it's like a treasured. I think oh yeah, yeah, like. Stuff Otherwise. that you cannot find a torrent for. But, <laughs> you don't have the CD. First anymore. time, first time on the podcast movie slash music news since we're talking about music yeah. fuck dude you remember Rubber <laughs> yeah I do Rubber was uh, the film I don't know we told you about Rubber Scott you mean the tire that's intelligent it comes to life and starts murders. murders well intelligent is 
psychic. It's certainly psychic. Yes. Because it can explode things with its tel like mind. When, when we say the word tire, we are really referring to a rubber tire. It's a rubber tire sitting Point. in the desert, sits up in the first five seconds, right. starts rolling. Everyone knows this movie. Yeah, everyone knows this movie. But do you know, do you know who it was written, by? directed, and scored by? Quint Trent Reznor. Quentin Dupuis. I was so close. Who no, it also I... known as Mr. Oizo. Mr. Oizo? Yeah. From um, uh, Ed Banger Records. Or, or, or. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Ed Banger Records, Busy P, fucking uh, the co he scored the film with Gaspard Auger from who's the other member of Justice. But like written, yeah. directed, and scored by like I was like, oh, he did the score for Rubber, and then I looked into it. No, he also wrote, wrote it, it and he directed. also directed. I was like, that is fucked. I'm like, note to self, download the Rubber soundtrack yeah. on iTunes and pay for it. I'm trying to remember. I don't know why you're laughing, Scott. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember how I get my music. Noticed the music in the film. Like, I, I, I remember it being okay, but I, I remember it being okay, but I mean, I didn't notice it being shitty, which I, I which I take as a like glowing a, review, <laughs> a glowing review from a movie about a fucking killer tire. Yeah. It's like I think I would have noticed bad music. Yeah. I, I like I said, I would need to. I remember there being like kind of like cool beats and whatever. Yeah. Not not especially good. the last scene when there's like all those tires and they're like looming menaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And I'm like, I, I don't remember the music well enough to say it was good or bad, but yeah. I certainly like, given the fact that it's like Mr. Mr. Oizo and uh, one half of Justice who did the score, like, I wouldn't mind. Even if you didn't have a score to it, the film was full of genius. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like meta, messed up, like the audience really gotta in watch the film. film. You really have to see this film. Like the film can't end until the audience is killed off. We're spoiling this film terribly. You were. All, all we're talking about. I am. I spoiled the film. But anyway, if I'm you, so meta even this acronym. Huh? I'm, I'm so, so meta, meta even, even this acronym. acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. You got that. I don't know if you I figured that. that one out. Yeah, it's there you go. So, uh, Justice news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new album. New, new album coming out in like two weeks. I heard the track. I wasn't. Which track? Civilized, civilized, or audio video disco? Audio video disco. Okay, yeah, that, that's the one that from like a week ago. Like civilized came out a little sooner. Why don't, why don't we just take a break here and listen to it? Huh. <laughs> You're an idiot.
Okay, so uh, that's it for 90s part 2. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, in the blog post, we actually um, recorded like a giant three-hour thing that we're going to be cutting up into two, maybe three podcasts. So in the beginning of 90s part 3, we're going to be talking about the Justi song that you just heard. Um... Yeah, I'm all alone here in the house. This isn't a real recording. That was Scott, Keith, and John. Why should you? Thanks for listening.